Welcome to the Emmanuel Church Podcast. Here at Emmanuel Church, we believe that God wants to meet us where we're at. So whether you're at home, work, or somewhere in between, you can listen to the message from our Sunday worship experience. We would love for you to stay connected with us by visiting our website at myemmanuelchurch.com or at any social media platform at My Emmanuel Church. We hope you enjoy this message. into God's presence this morning. If you're here joining us um, online, on Facebook, on YouTube, on wherever you're at, wherever you're watching, thanks for being here today. We really appreciate you joining us and we miss everybody. We wish we could see you here in person. Um, But uh, know that we are praying for you and we hope that uh, you are staying safe and staying healthy throughout this time. Um, if you are joining us here for the first time, let us know in, in the chat and we'll, we want to get in, in touch with you so we can connect with you better and uh, serve you better here today. You can also give online at myemmanuelchurch.com or by texting uh, 84321, the amount you want to give and continue to support us here online. So. I, I'm thankful uh, that you've bared with me these past couple of weeks because I've been uh, sharing uh, with honesty some of the struggles that I've been going through this year and some of the struggles that I've faced throughout life. It's not been a series, but every title has been dealing with something. So dealing with um, stress and burnout, dealing with anxiety and worry. And today I'm going to be talking about the topic uh, dealing with depression, and um, it is uh, a, it can be a difficult subject to talk about. I know that not everybody understands and always knows what depression is or what it means for uh, someone to go through depression. But someone who has experienced it, uh, as someone who has experienced it myself. I want to be able to be honest and open and take a look into what the Bible says uh, and what, how we can, how those who are, are, are struggling with depression, who are going through it right now or have been through it or it keeps coming back, how we can deal with it, how we can better understand it for ourselves. And for those that know someone who is battling depression, Uh, How can we be there for them during this time? So I want you to go with me to Psalms chapter 42 and Psalm chapter 43. I'm going to be reading both of these Psalms. And I know it's a lot to read. It's 16 verses. But these Psalms uh, show very clearly a, a glimpse into someone in the scripture who is battling with depression themselves. They are talking uh, candidly about what is on their heart. And that's one of the reasons why I love going into Psalms. Because it is often a clear expression of what people are going through in their hearts. Uh, The the struggles, the anger, the sadness, the the heaviness, the, the praise, the joy, and everything. And so Psalms today for us, Psalms chapter 42 and verse 4, and Psalm chapter 43, kind of give us a glimpse of someone who is struggling with this deep depression in their lives. And it it goes like this. 
Psalm 42, verse 1, starting at verse 1, says, As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. My soul thirsts for you, God, the living God. Where can I go and meet with God? My tears... My tears have been my food day and night while people say to me all day long, where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I used to go to the house of God under the protection of the mighty one with shouts of joy and praise among the festive throng. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior, my God. My soul is downcast within me. Therefore, I will remember you from the land of, jo- of the Jordan, from the heights of Hermon, from the mounts of Mizar. Deep calls to deep in the roar of the waterfalls as your waves and breakers have swept over me. By day, the Lord directs his love at night, his song with me, a prayer to the God of my life. I will say to God, my rock. Why have you forgotten me? What, why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? My bones suffer mortal agony as my foes taunt me, saying to me all day long, where is your God? Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. So real quick, before I go into the next one, it, I, I just want to talk real quick. Psalm 42, you can see the back and forth that this, the, the writer of the psalm is facing in this moment. The, the, the desire within them to praise God, to hope in God, and to trust in God and remember the good things. But they are constantly telling themselves as well, then why? Why, if God is good, am I suffering? Why, if God is good, is my soul downcast? Why am I struggling right now? And... The reason why I want to go to Psalm 43 as well is because in, in, in the original Hebrew book, but the, these two Psalms are one chapter, one Psalm together. And so verse 40, chapter 43, verse 1 says, Vindicate me, my God. Plead my case against an unfaithful nation. Rescue me from those who are deceitful and wicked. You are God, my stronghold. Why have you rejected me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? Send me your light and your faithful care. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to the place where I dwell. Then I will go to the altar of God, my joy and my delight. I will praise you with lyre, O oh oh God, my God. Verse 5, why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. God, I ask you that you would speak to us today over this topic, that you would help our hearts understand, help our souls understand what you want to say to us today. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So I want to talk about depression because it's a lot more common than we think. Uh, Depression is experienced by 1 in 10 Americans, about 18 million adults in any given year in the United States. Yet, even though there is treatment available, even though it is possible for us to be able to see uh, improvement by going to to therapy or counseling or seeing a psychiatrist, over two-thirds of Americans do not seek out help or do not receive the help they need. 
Internationally, around the world, over 300 million people, regardless of culture, age, gender, religion, race, economic status, suffer from depression. And so depression is, it's a, it's a thing. It's a hard thing to go through. And if you've ever experienced it, you know. I myself have experienced depression. I've experienced, I've experienced depression in short bouts where I've had like days, like bad days where I just don't feel up to, to life. Uh, but I've also experienced uh, depression in long bouts. The longest time I ever uh, experienced and struggled with depression in my life was two years that I, I faced and struggled with depression. Um, and it's, so it's, it's, it's normal. It's a normal part of life. It happens. And sometimes people that might not uh, struggle with clinical depression might face uh, uh, emotional depression in their lives because of circumstances, because of difficulties, because of things that are around them that affect, affect their lives and bring them to that place of depression, either grief or other things. And I know many people today are... Are, are struggling with this. And depression is also one of the leading causes of suicidal thoughts are those committing suicide in our nation. And so it's, it's important to understand it. It's important to understand it's not just sadness either. It's, it, it's not having energy. It's not uh, being able to express interest in the things that you love. It's not being able to, 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 to have the enough energy to get up and do life in, 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 and just face it. it it's, it's this absence sometimes of feeling. Sometimes it's not even sadness. There are, there are days when I struggled with depression that I felt sad. But there are other days that I was just numb. That I didn't feel anything at all. And that, that's the hardest thing about it. You might not, you might even know someone that is going through depression right now and you have no idea. Because they're really good at hiding it. They're really good at putting a smile on their face and saying everything is okay. Everything is fine. I'm okay. Even though it reminds me of the meme where you see the dog in a burning, burning building and he's just like, this is fine. This is fine. And that's what we try to, to tell ourselves. So before I get into how we overcome it or how we can face it ourselves, I want to talk about some misconceptions when it comes to depression. Uh, first off, depression is not something to be ashamed of. We should not shame those that struggle with it. And those who are struggling with it should not be ashamed of it. it I, I've seen it all the time. A lot of people tend to shame those that are going with depression. And that's why a lot of times when it comes to people, that, uh, Christians that are facing depression or struggling with depression, they don't want to say anything. They don't want to reach out for help or they don't want to talk to somebody. They don't want to talk to pastors. They don't want to talk to friends. They don't want to talk to family members because it, it's, it's like a shameful thing. They want to hide it. It's the family secret that nobody wants to deal with. It's the thing that we, we think that no one wants to know about us or, or hear from us. And so we, we hide it like it's something that is abnormal or strange or a, a mysterious that nobody knows how they're going to help us. And so it's nothing to be ashamed of. First of all, that, that's number one. Number two, it is not sin. I cannot tell you the number of times that I have talked to 
believers and ministers and others who have talked to me as if depression was some kind of sin in my life. Well, you can't just be sad. You know, that, that's just not right. That, that's against the will of God. How is, you know, how, how am I, how are we going to help those that struggle with depression or how are we going to help ourselves if we are constantly told that it's a sin, it's a sin. What it is, is a sin. You're struggling because it's, God is punishing you for something that you did in your life. You know, you're struggling because of that. And, that doesn't even make sense. I've heard that too. Like people say, well, you're being punished by God because you're sad because you're being punished by God. For what? What did I do? What, what, what is it making me, uh, what, it, what is making me be punished by God? What, why is this cutting me off from God? And that's something that the psalmist was talking about. It says, God, where are you? Where, where is God in my life right now? I, I, I have a feeling that he's there. He's always been there. He's always been around me. But how, how, why is it that I feel so far away? That's misconception number three. We feel like we are cut off from God because of depression. But I can tell you that we're not. I can assure you that you're not. That God is still with you. It may feel like God is far away, but God is still with you. We cannot treat depression as, as if it is some kind of sinful, dark thing that we, we, we should avoid at all costs. Because all that does is bring shame. All that does is bring judgment on those who are struggling and facing with it today. So what can we do then? If you are struggling with depression today, I want to share with you a few things of how you can, how you can uh, overcome depression in your life. And for those of you who might be thinking, it's like, well, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't need this. You know, I'm not depressed. Uh, I'm not feeling depressed. Well, maybe you know someone that is depressed. Maybe you know someone that is going through this. Or maybe one day you might, God forbid, you might have to go through it yourself. And so this is important for us to know. This is important for us to, 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 to identify in our lives. Because sometimes during the time that I was going through depression for two years, about, about the first six months of that, I didn't even realize that that was what was going on. I had loss of interest in things. I didn't have a lot of energy. And I didn't know that that was happening to me. At some point, I realized it. Uh, educating myself about my position and my feelings, I realized, you know what? I'm depressed. That's what's happening right now. And so I, I didn't even realize. Maybe you're going through it and you don't even know. You're just like, why am I always sad? Or why are these things going on with me? But we need to be able to know how to do that. And so I have here uh, five quick things that I want to share with, with you if you are struggling with this right now. First off, be patient. We are incredibly complicated beings, humans are. And it's unpredictable how we can be on, even on our best days. You need to be patient with yourself. You can't just demand of yourself that you're going to feel better and that's going to happen. You know, contrary to popular belief, it's like, you know, well, have you ever tried, like, I don't know, so I hear this uh, from people that don't know what it's like to go through depression, and it's like, well, why can't you just be happy? Oh, thanks, you know, <laughs> that, thanks for the, the, the advice, that, that's the best thing, I, I didn't know I could just do that, I didn't know I just could be happy, you know, but no, be patient, because it might not go away right away, it might come back. It might be something you struggle with for the rest of your life. You might struggle with it because of some emotional or circumstantial thing that is around your life. Maybe you suffer from clinical depression. 
be patient with yourself. Know that you can get through it, but you're, you, not, you might not know when it's going to end or when it's going uh, to start again. So be patient with yourself. Number two, be grateful. There, and, and I'm not saying this, you know, just, just to down, downplay anything. But some, some of the things that always helped me when I was going through this was finding days and finding ways to remind myself of things I could be grateful about in my life. I might have been having the worst day of my life, but if I could look for some kind of ray of hope in, in, in that, for some kind of light to, to remind me, you know what, not everything is bad. Not everything is, is doom and gloom and the end of the world. Show, the, show gratitude for the things that we have around us. Number three, be vulnerable. That, that one's hard. I mean, that one's hard for anybody. Just period. Being vulnerable is not easy. That means that we have to take our shields down. We have to give of ourselves to other people, open up to other people. And I know that for a lot of people, that's not easy. We've been taught that to be strong is to uh, put on a, a good face, to man up. Now, that's what I always tell men. Man up. Don't, don't be sad. Man up. That doesn't help either. <laughs> Be vulnerable. We have to be open. We have to seek out somebody else. We have to be honest about, not only we have to be honest with others about what we're facing, but we have to be honest with ourselves. Sometimes we think that we can just wish it away and say, you know, well, no, this is not happening to me. This is not real. You know, you, I mean, you can't wish away like uh, anything like that. Depression is an actual mental illness. I mean, can you imagine if you got a broken leg and you're like, this is not happening to me. You know, this is, this is, this is not going on. So I'm just going to keep on walking. That, that doesn't work that way. Uh, one of my uncles who used to be in the Marines, he used to tell us all the time that they're, uh, one of the things that they used to tell them when they were injured, walk it off. So you got a broken leg, walk it off. Not like you can't do that. You can't just walk it off. You can't just walk off depression. You can't just walk off these things. You have to be open and honest. Uh, number four, be kind, be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. You know, not everybody is against you. Because that's something that can happen when you are feeling depressed. It can feel like the world is against you and nobody wants to be around you. Nobody wants to be with you. So it's real easy to snap back at people. It's real easy to be angry at people. It's real easy to be angry with yourself. Why am I feeling this way? The psalmist was telling himself constantly, my soul, why are you downcast? Why is it that I'm feeling this way? You shouldn't be that way. Like we're scolding ourselves like we're a child. It's like, you shouldn't be this way. So stop. But we can't. We have to be kind to ourselves. We have to be kind to others because all, all that's going to do, if we are not kind to others, we are not kind to ourselves, we're going to push away the people that can actually help us. So we have to be kind to ourselves. We have to be kind to others. And number five, seek out help. There is help out there available for you. 
There is way, there are ways, if you are struggling uh, with suicidal thoughts, there is a suicide prevention line that you can call. If you are struggling with, uh, with depression, you can seek out a health care. And, and I know for some, uh, I know for some that don't have health care, this might be one of the reasons that's stopping you from going. But there are some free services out there that you can seek out help. You, even if you can't, seek out pastoral help spiritual help to start start somewhere tell someone talk to somebody because there are people even if you feel alone there are people that are fighting for you that are praying for you that are around you the psalmist was sure that god was still fighting for him and that is the truth of you too when you are in depression when you are in the darkness it feels like no one is there with you but god is still fighting for you he is still by your side and he is never going to leave you alone no matter how hard the struggle gets God is with you. And so those are those are things that you can do if you are struggling right now. And, I, and I'm not going to berate you. I know that these things are not easy to do when you're struggling with depression. Because I can sit here and preach at you and tell you this is what you need to know. This is what you need to do. But that's not going to help. I know it's not always going to help. I know, I know because I've been through that experience. You know, just like anybody that, you know, you ask for advice and then don't, don't follow the advice of the people that you ask for. I, I know so many people, it's like they ask me for advice and they're like, what should I do in this situation? What do you think about this? And I give them my advice and it's like, well, I'm just going to throw that out the window and do whatever I want. Um, like that happens. And that's how it feels when you're going through depression. Sometimes it's like, I hear you. But it, but it doesn't seem like it's going to help. Or I know it might help. You know, I, I used to, people used to tell me, so, well, you know, if you're feeling that way, you should go outside, go exercise, get some sun. Yes, I know. But it's not easy to have the energy to get out of bed and actually do that. So then for those of us who, are, who might know somebody that's struggling with depression today, how can we be there for them? What can we do for someone that we might know, someone that we love, uh, how, what can we do? What can we do? Number one, be there. Your presence matters in these situations. And don't overstep your boundaries, like just walking into somebody's house and say, hey, I'm going to be here with you. They may not want you there, but be available. Be available. Reach out to them. Even if, you're, even if they're not responding, reach out to them. You know, if someone is struggling with depression, they may not always read your text messages. But don't, don't, don't underestimate the effect you'll have by sending them something encouraging. Letting them know that you are still with them. Letting, you know, letting them know that you are available to them. Being available to listen. And not, and not just yell at them. <laughs> Being available to help them. We have to be available. Because your presence matters. You know, during those times that I struggled with depression, the days that were the best were the days that I, someone came out to reach out to me and say, I'm here for you. And, and all they did was listen to me. All they did was hear my thoughts and my feelings. And they didn't try to correct me. They didn't try to say anything. They just said, man, that sucks. <laughs> Sometimes we just need that when we're having a bad day for someone to listen to us. So your presence matters. Know that your presence matters in these situations. And do your best to be able to be available for those that you love that are struggling with this. Second thing, provide for physical needs. 
those days, there are a lot of days where people that are struggling with depression don't even feel like getting out of their own bed. And that might mean that they might go without eating. That might mean that they might go without taking care of themselves. That might mean that they might not be doing the things that they need to do to be healthy. And so for, for you as a friend reaching out or, or, or for someone that you love or someone that you know, that might mean, hey, you know, can I stop by? I've got some food for you. Hey, you know, I know that things might be difficult, but is there anything I can help with around your house? You know, is there anything I can do for you? How can I physically meet your needs? What can I do to bring you something? Because I can tell you that doing that, being present and doing that can help someone tremendously. It can bring them to realization that they aren't just going through this by themselves, but they have someone that is at their side that is going to help us, just like God does with us. When, when we're struggling with difficulties and we're going through difficult circumstances in life, God doesn't just abandon us. No, instead, he uh, links up arms with us and says, hey, let's go. He carries us on his back. He picks us up when we fall down. And he wants us to know that he can get us through that. He provides for us when we don't have. So meet someone's physical needs. They might need something like that. Third thing we can do is be patient. Just like they need to be patient with themselves, you need to be patient with them. There's no easy fix for depression. There is no miracle cure. And contrary to popular belief, if you tell them, well, you should read these scriptures and say them every day, that might not cure them. <laughs> I know that says something that happened to me a lot of times. So I was like, well, you just need to say this verse over your life every single day. Like scripture was a prescription for life. Like that doesn't always work. I can quote, uh, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me every single day, but I cannot lift a 2,000 pound car. <laughs> I, it doesn't, I can do all things through, that's not going to work. That's not how that's not how the Bible works. I can you say you can read a Bible verse and say, you know, the joy of the Lord is my strength, but when you feel like you have no joy, that doesn't work. That doesn't help. Be patient. You can't just pray it away. You can't just quote Bible verses at it. You can't just say in the name of Jesus be healed. I mean, it might take that might work, but it might take time. You don't know how that's going to look. You don't know where that's going to look. But you need to know that because if you do, if you try to fix the problem, a lot of times, or, or if you try to offer advice and say, well, you know, you just, you should just go outside. You know, the sun, sunlight helps. Exercise helps. You need to eat. You need to do that. You know, a lot of times that actually contributes to making them feel worse. Now, don't, don't, don't feel guilty about yourself because you, maybe you didn't know that, but that feel, makes them feel worse because they're like, I know I should do those things, but I can't. I, I can't. The psalmist in, in Psalm 42 was like, my food has been my tears. Like, I can't even get out of bed. My tears are my food. This is the struggle that I am facing right now. So we have to be patient. We have to be patient. We have to know that through all of this, that help is available. We're not alone. We're not alone in all of this. We cannot hide our pain. We cannot hide the struggle. And if you know someone that's going through that, encourage them that to, to, to be able to seek out help. Encourage them that you are there to help. If you find yourself in a dark place in life, know that you are never alone, not ever. 
And it may seem difficult. It may seem like a struggle, but know that God still has good things in store for you. It may feel like you don't have purpose right now, but God still has a purpose for you. It may feel like nothing good is ever going to happen again, but God can work out the bad for your good. It may feel like no one is with you, but like Psalm 34 verse 18, 18 says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. The Lord is close to those, to the brokenhearted and save those who are crushed in spirit. So what this tells me is this, that it might seem like no one is with you. It might feel lonely and heavy and dark, but God is close to you in these moments. He is not going to abandon you. He's not going to leave you. And we won't either. If you are struggling with this, reach out. We want to reach out to you. We want to pray for you. We want to see how we can get help for you. We want to see how how God can do something in your life to bring change and to bring healing. Because it is possible to break out of this. It is not a, a life sentence that you will be sad for the rest of your life, that everything will be doom and gloom for the rest of your life, that you will feel no energy and no love for life for the, for the rest of your life. There is hope in Jesus. There is hope to be healed. There is hope to see breakthrough today. So I want to pray today as I close this, this afternoon. I want to pray that you understand that God is with you. And I want to pray for those of us who know someone, that we would be patient, that we would be kind, that we would be willing to offer a listening ear and not try to fix things. I know this isn't in a typical message that I've had these like these past couple of weeks, but this is something that I, serious that I want to talk about. I wanted to talk about because it's something that I've dealt with myself and I know how difficult it is to go through this. So I want you to know, and I want to pray for you, that God is with you today. So if you would join me and just, just for just a moment in prayer. God, we thank you for this opportunity in this moment right now. Whoever is watching in this place right now that might be struggling with depression. Whoever is listening that might know someone that is struggling with depression right now. We, we, lay, we, we extend our hands out to them right now. We want you to remind them that they are not alone. We want you to remind them that there is hope in Jesus. We want you to remind them that there is a path to healing. We want you to remind them that there are those that are willing to reach out and help God. We ask that you tell, we ask that you be present in their lives. Like the psalmist said, let my hope be in you, God. We pray that their hope is in you today, Jesus. We pray that, that, that breakthrough happens in their life. That in this moment, there, there, there become, there is a, a moment of change, a moment that they start, start taking the path towards healing, a moment that they start taking a path towards breakthrough, God, because it's not easy to fight this 
this fight, but you are fighting the fight for them. You are fighting the fight with them and you are not going to give up because you have promised us that you will never leave us, that you will never forsake us. For those of us that know someone who is struggling with that, help us to be a a shoulder to cry on. Help us to be a presence of light and joy in their life. Help us to to be able to meet the needs of those that we love that are struggling with this today, God. Because we know that you would do, you do the same for us. When we are struggling in the darkness, you lift us up into the light. So let us be the light for those that are, that are, that are struggling right now. Let us be the help for those that are struggling in this moment. We thank you, Lord, for all of this. We thank you for those uh, who are, are willing to reach out and let them know that we are here for them as well. We hope you enjoyed the message today. And we would love to hear the story about how God is using this ministry to change your life. You can share it with us at myemmanuelchurch.com slash mystory. And if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can give online at myemmanuelchurch.com slash give. And if you're in the Houston area, we would love to see you on Sundays at 1130 a.m. Have a blessed week.